Hello, my friends. I hope you're having a great week this week. I wanted to get on the podcast today and talk about something that I've thought a lot about and that I've done a lot of research about and was pretty like earth shattering, I guess you could say for me to finally understand what was happening (laughs) with me. So today I want to talk about manifesting the life that you would like to have or the the things in your life that you would like to have while having trauma energy stored in the body and why you might not be manifesting the things that you would like. Like this energy could be standing in your way, right? Because there have been so many times in my life, so I'm, I'm like pretty... I'm a pretty natural manifester, so it, I very effortlessly manifest the things into my life that I want, and that's based on a lot of aspects of my personality, my human design, different things like that. So what I came to understand, though, was that when I had an unmanaged uh, mind and a nervous system that was trapped in fight, flight, or freeze mode, or fawn. I always forget that fourth one. But if I had my nervous system stuck in defense mode, I I like that shortened version a lot better. (laughs) So when my nervous system stuck in defense mode, it's a lot harder for me to manifest the things that I would like to see in my life. And I'm going to talk more about that here in a minute, um, especially the steps or some of the some of the key elements of manifestation. Um, so actually, let's just go ahead and jump right into that. So when you want to manifest something, you basically have to be on the same vibrational level as the of the thing that you want to attract. Whether that's like vacations every year with your family, or just a peaceful, loving home instead of one that's full of yelling and slam doors or whatever. Or it could be like an actual object. So you could be like, I really want to have a Ferrari <laughs> in my garage, right? Um, and all of those are great, valid things to want to manifest into your life. So how does that... Okay, let's talk more. Sorry, I keep getting scatterbrained. I never use notes when I do my podcast. I just talk. So sometimes I lose my spot or I talk around in circles. I thank you for being here, though, and understanding that having notes and having it all written out is not really my style. Maybe one day, if I get enough listeners, I (laughs) take it a little more seriously. But um, So to be on the energetic level of the thing that you want, you have to be able to Use the part of your brain that involves imagination, okay? You have to be able to imagine already having that thing and how it would feel to have it, okay? And that's the vibration that you need to create in order to bring that object or that experience into your life, okay? So, and and it's especially the energy of like, I already have this and I'm so grateful for it, right? And so if you can close your eyes and imagine yourself in the Maldives with your family, staying in one of those like little huts that 
are above the water and there's like lemon sharks swimming around under your feet, you know, if that's like your thing, then, you know, and you can close your eyes and you can imagine it and you can like feel the wonder of the beauty of the water. So turquoise and clear, right? And you can feel the exhilaration of like, are lemon sharks dangerous? Like, are they going to nibble my toes? You know, (laughs) and you can feel the relaxation of sleeping on fancy sheets in a nice bed. So these are like all of the like different things you really want to like spend some time like imagining like what would that feel like and how does it feel to have to already have it right that's already mine it's for sure going to happen and I have no doubt and no fear that's the biggest another biggest part of manifestation is not having any doubt or fear that you won't have it and that can be really 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 hard when you have trauma stored in the brain and in the body because you may have a lot of evidence that those things will never happen because of the way that you are raised or because you're terrible with money and you can never save up the money or earn the money, right? So to give you an example, I have had such a hard time manifesting money Okay, so here's the thing. When I first started my business, I was on fire. It was so easy for me to sign clients, to earn lots of money. In my very first year of coaching, I like to be really transparent, so no shame in this, but in my first year of coaching, I earned about about $25,000, which I felt was pretty good, you know, just having started up a business out of the blue kind of a thing. And then this year, it's like I went through like six months of really processing through a lot of stored traumatic energy and really coming face to face with some beliefs that I had about myself and my ability to continue on with my business and to really help people and my ability to be the best coach that I could be. I came up against a lot of comparison to other coaches and how they were doing so much better than me. And this all, all of these were triggers, right? Triggers to stored trauma that I have in my body. I wanted to say had, but I, I mean, I'm going to, if I'm going to be honest with myself here, I have a lot more work to do with this to be able to manifest the type of life that I would like to have. Um, and so when you're wanting to feel these feelings, uh, you know, of this is for sure going to happen for me. This, I already have what I want and I'm grateful for it. And then there's the part of your brain that's like, that's not true. And that's never going to happen because you had a dysfunctional family growing up and you are so used to people pleasing and not being able to function when somebody tells you you're not doing it right that there's no way that you're ever going to be able to be big enough in your career to withstand any type of judgment or correction. Okay, that's like a real thing for me. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like, what what are you supposed to do about that, right? When your brain and your body are getting in the way of you manifesting the stuff that you want. Is it just like, oh, well, I have to shoot for the lower hanging fruit? Or I just have to make do without that stuff in my life. 
a lot of people think that that is the answer and it can be the answer. Like if managing your mind and processing emotion through your body and regulating your nervous system is not something that you feel like is worth doing, then maybe changing the ideas of what you want or making do with what you have or finding gratitude with what you have and I don't want to say settling because we definitely don't want you to just settle, but just finding gratitude with what you have could be a better answer for you, you know, but it's my 100% belief that everyone can have exactly what they want. This reminds me of a story of a friend of mine who um, came to visit me and he came with a, a whole bunch of our friends from high school and he said, no, you know, like there have to be the, the janitors or whatever, you know, like the people who mop the floor and then the people who eat the fancy food and spill the crumbs onto the floor for those people to clean up. And I was like, I mean, are those people always going to be there? Sure. Because not everybody is aware that they can have whatever they want in life. Right. At some, at one point or another, or to some extent or another, we are all bound by our limiting beliefs and our past traumas that tell us that we can't be who we want to be and we can't have the things that we want to have. We don't deserve them, right? There's a lot of beliefs out there of like, I'm not worthy to have this kind of life or I'm not responsible enough to create this kind of life or you know, whatever the, the limiting belief may be, it might take a little bit of soul searching to find whatever the belief is that's holding you back. But we're all bound in some way or another by those beliefs. And it's the amount of time and work we put into unraveling those beliefs, understanding where they came from, understanding what they're doing to us, and then gently letting them go without judgment, right? That's what determines our level of manifestation, okay? Our energetic levels to which we are able to attract the things that we want in our lives. It's the amount of passionate work that you put into yourself, into your own healing, and into your own, your brain's own power and capacity to just imagine and create the most awesome stuff you could ever think of. I know some people who believe in this power so deeply that they are hell bent on owning their own planet one day, you know, like (laughs) sky's the limit. You can manifest anything that you want. Like, and maybe that's terrifying for you. I know it used to be extremely terrifying for me to be like, I can just manifest whatever I want. And I was like, I can just you know, manifest a mansion on an island overlooking an ocean. Like I could just have that if I want. And then my brain's immediate response is like, who are you to have your own island with a mansion overlooking an ocean? You don't really want that. Like that's what selfish people have, right? People who don't give enough money to the poor have those things. That's a limiting belief right there. So that's a cool little exercise that you can do with yourself if you want to start to discover 
what some of your limiting beliefs are is to think of something over the top, whatever, or something even like very simple. Like I just want a new car that's reliable that I know is going to get me to work every day and then see what your brain has to say about it. Maybe they're like, we'll never be able to have enough money to get that. Or, oh geez, you know, we'd have to save for five years before we could get that car. And by then this other car is going to be totally broken and we're going to be riding a bike to work. So see what your brain has to say, write those limiting beliefs down. And then I want you to think about what those could be connected to in your past. Okay. So for example, a lot of my limiting beliefs around money came from the way that my parents talked to me about money. And it was like, it was traumatic because when I was 17 years old, my father passed away. He had lung cancer and he passed away right before my 18th birthday, which was, you know, a blessing in that I inherited his social security money Um, if he had died, even I think three weeks later, I wouldn't have gotten any of that money. And so in that way, it was a blessing. And because I turned 18, three weeks later, my mother legally was required to hand that money over to me. And as an 18 year old, like fresh out of high school, I had certain ideas of how I wanted to spend that money. Right. And And you could say that I did spend the money in some ways that were very responsible. I paid for uh, my first two years of college with that money. I bought a laptop so that I could go to college. I bought all my books and supplies and things. But I also bought a Jeep Wrangler (laughs) and I souped it up. I got a new um, sound system put in it and got it all fixed up and was um, about to get it reupholstered. When, you know, my mom kind of brought it to my attention that like, well, you're kind of burning through your money really fast. You might want to save some of that. And so I did save some of it, but ended up using it for like any time my bank account would run out, I would, I would resort to using that money to like eat out or whatever. And so you could say that a lot of the money was spent irresponsibly when I could have invested it or saved it or spent it all on college or whatever, you know, it just depends on your mindset. Right. And so for the longest time I was like, Oh, I am so irresponsible with money because my mother told me you were irresponsible with that money. You can't be trusted with money. And now I see that like I spent that money in the way that made me very happy. I spent it on trips with friends Oh, I also went to Europe on that money. So I went to Europe and sang in a choir in Europe. Um, I had amazing experiences and I have no regrets for how that money was spent. But somebody else told me it was wrong. I absorbed that message and it followed me through life. And it's like, as a result, I've always sort of lived paycheck to paycheck. Like there's never been an excess of money, just enough for me to get by and do the things that I want to do which has not necessarily been a problem in my life, but I do desire to have enough money to put away, to save, to invest, to take trips, you know, all the, all the good things. Right. 
And so I have come face to face with those beliefs. I have unraveled some of the trauma behind them, but it's an ongoing process for me. And that's why, that's why I have a coach, right? That's why I have a coach to guide me through it, to help me see the things that I can't see, who helps me to understand why I have these instant reactions that I can't control all the time and how I can start to relax my nervous system more to understand this trauma, to process through the emotions, let it go and adopt a new belief about myself, right? So this new belief that I spend money in ways that make me happy and that's worth it to me, that's a, that's a great energy to have to attract more money to myself. And I have. And you can have that too. And if you feel like you need help, seeing the dark corners that are not obvious to you as to why you're not getting what you want out of life, then I highly suggest hiring a coach. I work one-on-one with uh, my clients to unravel their trauma. We work for... Uh, we determine the amount of time together that works best for both of us. So most people want to work with me for six months because that is usually how much time it takes to really unravel the trauma within and let it go. Right. But some people uh, have worked with me for as little as three months or six weeks. So it all just kind of depends on your needs and where you're wanting to go with it, the level of healing that you desire, or the level of manifestation that you would like to achieve. Um, So if you are interested in taking this work deeper, and really diving into the nitty gritty of your limiting beliefs, your stored trauma, regulating your nervous system and manifesting the beautiful life that you're even like too scared to imagine right now, then I really encourage you to contact me so that we can set up a free consultation to see if we would be a good fit for working with each other. You can contact me uh, by emailing me at crystalbatesmori at gmail.com. That's C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-B-A-T-E-S-M-O-R-E-Y at gmail.com. And just tell me your name. Tell me you'd like to book a free consult. And then we can get started on our journey together, okay? So I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope that this episode was helpful for you in understanding why you might not be uh, creating the life that you would like to see and what you can do about it. And as always, if you feel so inclined, please go leave me a review to tell me uh, what you love about the podcast, what you would love to see improved about the podcast. And you can always message me as well to tell me if you would like to hear about something specific on this podcast as it pertains to trauma, manifestation, regulating the nervous system, any of those things. All right. Have a beautiful week. I will talk to you next time.